The film basement is filmed in sunny West Hartford, Connecticut, in front of a live studio audience. Welcome to the filmmaker's basement, where sometimes we make horrific scheduling mistakes. I'm Brandon. I'm Andrew. And we're going to be reviewing some of the movies we saw this week, in addition to playing a game show later on. And to go into what I was talking about, um, so I was on a trip for a lot of last week, and as a result, <laughs> I forgot to see a movie. Um, so I'm not reviewing something new, but I, well, that's not true. I'm reviewing something that was new to me, but had been out for a little while. Um, however, it was also so excellent that I thought there was no way I couldn't review this movie because it was just absolutely fantastic. And on that note, let me talk about Psycho Goreman. So siblings Mimi and Luke unwittingly resurrect an ancient alien overlord who was entombed on earth millions of years ago after a failed attempt to destroy the universe. They nicknamed the evil creature Psycho Gorman, or PG for short, and used the magical amulet they discovered to force him to obey their childish whims. It isn't long before PG's reappearance draws the attention of intergalactic friends and foes from across the cosmos, and a rogues gallery of alien combatants converge in the small town suburbia to battle for the fate of the galaxy. So originally this movie came out in 2020, and at the time I heard a lot of good things about it, but unfortunately I, it was just one of those movies I never got around to for some whatever, whatever reason. Um, but this weekend, I was seeing some of the clips from the movie trending on TikTok, so I decided to give it a shot, and oh my god, this movie's hilarious. <laughs> this movie is so funny in such an unexpected way. It's kind of like, it's kind of like E.T. if E.T. went horrifically wrong, and if E.T. was a giant demon who killed people. Um, so... To get to some of the comedy, because that is the strongest part about this movie, is it is just so funny. Um, they make excellent use of um, Psycho Gorman, who essentially on screen is this very like very tall, physically dominating, like built, terrifying alien-looking dude, and put him in all of these situations where you wouldn't normally see someone like that. Like, um, for it, like. As an example, the kids like to put him through a lot of mundane tasks. Like, just things that, you, again, he wouldn't do otherwise. So, for instance, there's a scene early on um, where Psycho Gorman's in this warehouse. And the kids have just realized they have this gem that can control him. And they're trying to, like, kind of teach him about Earth. So that way they can bring him around a little bit and have an idea of what's going on. So Mimi, um, our lead, essentially brings in these magazines. She's like, Psycho Gorman, can you please read these magazines? That way we can learn about human life and all that. And he's like, why would I ever bother reading these magazines? To which she responds, for the hunky boys, of course. And we cut to a cover of like a shredded dude on there. To which Psycho Gorman responds, I do not care for hunky boys. And then he looks down and we slowly zoom in on the cover of the magazine. And so we cut back to Psycho Gorman, to which he says, maybe I do care about hunky boys. Just, like, scenes like that, where they're just... Okay, another scene is, um, early on. This is right as they the kids discover Psycho Gorman's on Earth. So, they they come, stuck, come into this warehouse and set up, like, a very stereotypical horror scene. Room's entirely dark, and these kids are coming from, like, the one light source of the room. They're walking in, and they're like, what's happening? What's going on in here? And then out of nowhere, Psycho Gorman, terrifying six-foot-tall demon, appears. He's like, I'm going to murder you kids and get you out of here. Blah, 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 you're horrible. And then the Mimi realizes she has this, like, gem on her, and Psycho Gorman can't do anything to her. He can't kill her, he can't do anything like that. 
And so they're like, okay, so like, what are you? And he's like, I'm an intergrock demon. Like, I can do all these horrific things. Look at these guys. Like, Look at these things I did earlier. And we cut to a bunch of people he's like murdered and all sorts of things. And one dude who's like, kind of like freaking out in a corner. And he's like, Gorman says, yes, I turned him into my slave. He will forever be reliving all this torture that he has suffered. Like bow before me and how evil I am. And then the, one of the kids goes over, pushes the dude who's suffering over and his head, he falls onto the floor and his head explodes. And Psycho Gorman responds by saying, no, my masterpiece, what have you done? Just like, and, okay, and then another good example of this is, um, there, what they like to do a lot is have Psycho Gorman like tell these really cool stories about like his life and all these cool adventures he's been on and then immediately interrupt it with some BS the kids are doing. So, for instance, they're at a diner in this one scene, and they're talking about what Psycho Gorman eats. And Psycho Gorman starts reminiscing. He's like, in my culture, eating is an honor. To be eaten is the greatest honor we can bestow upon the warrior. I remember this one time. I remember this one time at the Battle of the Bridge of Souls. And we cut to, like, this scene where he's on a spaceship flying towards this gigantic monster. And they cut back to the kids where one of the kids is like, oh, my God, we should pick a cake next. Let's go do that, Psycho Gorman. And just, just look on his face like, what have I gotten myself into? So a lot of really good stuff like that. It's, oh my god, so many fucking good scenes with him. Um, so it had me laughing the entire time. Um, I will also say it is a little more brutal than most comedies. Like, people's heads explode from time to time kind of thing. But I think it works for the kind of movie it is. Because again, Psycho Gorman's is nightmare demon he's gonna do horrific things that's part of the comedy is that he's being contrasted with these innocent children who are just living living their lives um additionally i want to say they kind of nailed the look of this movie perfectly as weird as that is to say um the best example of this is in the costumes that they use because second gorman doesn't look like a human he looks like a demon now you can look him up i'll put a picture of him here or whatever in post and the costume looks really good for what I like this kind of movie like I wouldn't ex I wouldn't have expected to look that good but it really stands out like it looks kind of too real honestly um same can be said about the other aliens that show up in the movie too um there's this race called the Templars that also has like a really well-made costume that goes along with it um which I appreciated I like that use of the practical effects and costuming to make like to make these essentially aliens um and they look really good for that too and it, it adds more to the comedy because you take you can take psycho gorman more seriously because he looks more real um additionally the way this is shot also works really well too it's kind of shot almost like a b-movie it's not like home video home camera quality like video like video but it's not it doesn't feel like a big like i don't know i don't know what's the way of putting it like a big blockbuster movie it's like in this weird middle place where it looks too good to be that home video but it's not good enough to be like be a bigger movie which works because this movie feels like a b movie that would have come out in the 80s and i think it it just matches the tone so perfectly um additionally a lot of the cast was really good the guy who played psycho gorman at gorman of course was perfect i think they nailed the voice effects on that because he has like some modulations that go on with his voice that make him sound different um, but the physical acting is also really good too. Um, I would also say the same for the um, the young uh, ma the young female lead Mimi. Um, 
I have heard people say she is she can be very annoying. Um, she kind of is, but I think that's also part of the point of the movie too, is that she's not really that likable. She's a really annoying kid who happens to control a demon monster. Um, so I think I thought she was all perfect, honestly, with the way she acted um, and all that. Um, yeah, everyone else did a pretty good job in the roles. Again, the overall the outstanding part of this movie is how funny it is. Like I again, like I said, I was laughing the whole time I was watching this movie. It was perfect. They nailed, they nailed everything they could have about um, having this giant monster doing normal human tasks. And for that, I would say I would definitely recommend watching this movie. I'm kind of disappointed in myself that I didn't watch this sooner because this would have been the perfect like start of the pandemic movie to watch. Um, but yeah, it was just a really good movie. Is it? Uh, when did it come out? Is it early 2020 or was it delayed sure. because of the pandemic? I think it might have been mid 2020. Don't quote me on that. I I can't really remember personally. But and where did it release? Where did you watch it? I watched it on um through Google Play, um like mm. YouTube movies and all that stuff. Um, I don't think it got a theatrical release. I think this was it might have no. been direct to video, quote unquote. Well, but... even if the, there was pandemic in 2020, mid 2020, and everything was shut down, so yeah. It wouldn't have gotten a release in the theaters anyway. Yeah. And I don't I don't think this was a movie to release in theaters. This felt like a really good streaming movie. Like a movie mm. you watch at home with some, like, just some friends, chill out, have a good time with this ridiculous movie. It sounds a lot like the... Um, what was that old zombie movie? Fido? I don't know, but I've never heard that one. Fido was like that. It was like a comedy based around a family that owns a zombie mm-hmm. and has to keep him under control it just sounds a lot like that it reminded me of it uh, it sounds like i would like that because that does sound very funny it's called fido it's it was it's very odd name for uh the type of movie that it is because it's a zombie movie but mm-hmm. it was that came out like when i was in high school like late high school i think 28 2008 2009 mm-hmm. oh that's not that not even that mm-hmm. old no i didn't it's... remember this that's cool though i i do yeah. I, I like that there's other stuff like this out there because i mm-hmm. i just again concept concept wise this is a fantastic premise so yeah <laughs> well on the other end of the spectrum i went and saw the batman which is what we talked about uh two weeks, two weeks ago yeah. two weeks ago because we didn't have anything to watch last week uh since we are in in that uh dull section of movie releases but now it's we're starting to ramp up yeah we're definitely the, coming out of that which is good uh, first i want to say high profile movie of the year uh in the batman yeah. uh first blockbuster i would say yeah i would what um definitely lived up to the hype Oh, really? uh, I know we talked about it um, two weeks ago, and I know that I said the, one of the things that I've not seen in a Batman movie is I've not seen a detective-style Batman like you've gotten in like the Arkham Asylum games. It mm-hmm. has it has more elements of that detectiveness than most other Batman movies do, which I really enjoyed. You could really see him like figure stuff out. Uh, the synopsis is when the Riddler... A sadistic serial killer begins murdering key political figures in Gotham. Batman is forced to the, investigate the city's hidden corruption and question his family's involvement. 
Um, definitely not the Riddler that we're used to seeing back when I was a kid with Jim Carrey, who is just a very over-centric um, goofball comedian type when green spandex. Uh, this Riddler is very much more a very serious, very highly intelligent threat to the city of Gotham and to the Batman and you get some good riddles like you actually have you actually have some riddles that come out of um the riddler it's not just him just murdering people no it's it's him actually doing cool stuff or not i don't want to say cool stuff but it's cool stuff for the riddler like you that you've never seen before like puzzles and different riddles that batman has to solve and and figure out what's going on in gotham's underbelly um it takes place in the first few years of bruce wayne being the batman so it has a lot of batman year one elements to it along with um the halloween comic that was very popular it was uh i can't remember what it is but um and it sets up i think they're setting up a trilogy so it's it's going to be the second Batman trilogy in um you know our lifetime you know or ever because there's only been one other Batman trilogy um what don't just go away um this one was I don't know if I'll be able to find it there's so much here in terms of trivia already but I always like to go through the trivia of like a movie on imdb just because i like to see the cool stuff about it uh i know it was batman year one and it was the halloween comic but i can't remember the name of it um i can't find it i'll remember it eventually um but regardless you know it the the new movies the batman movies i think they want to be um i think they want to have at least three villains in them um for each of the movies and this one had carmine falcone it had the riddler and it had the penguin so we'll see what the next the next movie will bring the, the sequel and i think they've already set up i know robert i think robert pattinson's already said that he said let's i i saw him he was in one of the theaters for the opening night, and he said, let's go make a sequel. And so... To be fair, I don't Robert know. Pattinson has been saying a lot around this movie. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know if it takes place within the DC Extended Universe. Um, I don't think it does, because it didn't really tie into anything uh, with the DC Extended Universe of the original, uh, like the, old, the movie. So, like... I don't know if we're going to get, if this is like we talking about the week before where it's just like a, um, a Batman in a different universe or a, on a different world or that kind of thing, or if it's just kind of its own thing, but all in all, very good, very long, but it didn't seem like long, which was nice. It was three hours, but you got some very eccentric highs and then you it brought you back down it brought you back in to think about things and then it would ramp up again and it would bring you back it was it wasn't like oh my god when is this movie gonna end kind of feeling to it 
uh, or it wasn't like, oh, this is a good part for me to go to the bathroom. Um, I try not to drink drinks when I'm in a three-hour movie um, in my old age. But, you know, go see it. You don't have to go see other Batman movies to go see this one. It's its own thing as of right now. So I really liked it. Uh, and it was, and it's different. I like the, the style of the movie. It's got a very dark, gritty feel to it. I liked, um, Batman's, um, the costume for him. Uh, it's more comic-esque than like the Dark Knight trilogy was, which if you remember the Dark Knight trilogy is like his cowl covered just like everything up to like here, whereas this one, it actually uncovers his entire jawline is uncovered, um, which is definitely more comic-esque uh overall like it's gotten rave reviews i think it's like at eight five on imdb i think rotten tomatoes has it as a high seven but it's one of the better batman movies that they've come out with and i was terrified that it was going to be bad because of uh the actor and the director who's doing it but nailed it i loved it yeah, turns out Robert Hudson, amazing actor. He mm -hmm. just he's just not known for his amazing acting, unfortunately. Um, but I'm also really excited to hear that it's an accessible movie because that is definitely one of my bigger complaints about the Marvel films is that they feel so tied into each other. It's kind of hard to jump in. It's nice to just have a movie that kind of stands on its own. Yeah, it's, and it's like it's you a, can just watch this, and there's that's it. That's just that's it's, the movie one of the first superhero movies in a while where you don't have to watch other superhero movies to, to watch it. I mean, Suicide Squad, you kind of mm -hmm. had to watch the first one. Uh, all the DCEU movies, you kind of had to watch the other ones. All the Marvel movies, you have to watch mm -hmm. the other ones. And you have to watch the TV shows. Um, I do whereas... remember at the time, because there is the the Joker, I think is another good film to yeah. kind of correlate this to. I remember at the time thinking it would be really cool if DC started doing some like not like what if like the marvels but like just spinning that off to like let's do some like kind of standalone whatever mm. it's not connected to a universe just like small stories we can tell within these kind of bigger superhero worlds and i think this mm. is this seems like a good extension of that like a good path to go down and joker was kind of its own thing because because yeah. joker the it way that i understand yeah. about the movie joker is it's not about the joker that we all know it's about no. a character who inspires the joker to become the joker because uh bruce wayne is like seven eight years old in that yeah. movie okay and uh the character of joker or jared leto's character is in his like mid 40s so like the see, math doesn't really add up see that's that the thing point. is that it's again he like this this movie is entirely disconnected for anything else mm -hmm. that's that joker is his own thing yeah like he's his own joker he's his own person he's completely separate from like the dc extended universe and all that mm -hmm. this is just like it's kind of just like an example like a what if what if this random dude became the joker and like inspired mm -hmm. people to go chaotic mm -hmm. which i liked i like that again they're, they're i like movies that can like i said stand on their own a little bit so I, that does get me kind of excited to see the Batman. So I might actually check that one out. It was good. I yeah, it's really good. Yes. And Zoe Saldana's char uh, character, Selena Kyle, they, uh, her and Robert Pattinson have uh, a lot of chemistry, mm. and it's very, it's like it's they they casted them very well 
because mm -hmm. of uh i guess they've already had chemistry before i don't, I don't know if they dated or something but or something like that but um um they had already known each other for a while so having them both in the movie as the um kind of like love interest i guess you could call it of the movie uh was definitely like good good casting call for that yeah also very good to hear also colin farrell is the penguin did not know that he was playing the penguin and mm -hmm. when you go watch the movie you won't be able to tell it's colin farrell <laughs> because he's wearing a lot Okay. of cosmetics is it like big like danny devito penguin where he like he's big or he's is it not like, short he's not, not like short, a short but guy yeah. but yeah he's fat he's like colin farrell's oh, in yeah. a fat suit and he's got this like huge like fat neck and everything and a scar on his face <laughs> like the bear it's Harkonnen like, from dune yeah <laughs> big dude flying around like a ghost and you're like oh the guy who played penguin is like he played a pretty good pretty good penguin and then you look it up and you're like that was colin farrell like oh my god it was great mm -hmm. hell yeah well it's good to hear because i definitely wanted to give it a shot and i think i will if i have the chance to do so um but let's transition over to everyone's favorite game show pilot wings Okay, so Andrew's played this game a billion times at this point, but for those who don't know, Pilot Wings is the game show where I pitch Andrew three show loglines. Two of them are real loglines that got pitched and were presented towards whatever television show's pilot season. Um, and one of them is something that I made up, and it's up to Andrew to guess which is the fake one based off those answers. And on that note, number one. A popular gym teacher in North Carolina comes out of the closet to her cl close-knit group of family and friends. What she doesn't realize is that she will also have to deal with her bickering and happily divorced parents also coming out that they are sleeping with each other again. 2. Centers on a rising attorney on the brink of success could centers on a rising attorney on the brink of success could lose his perfectly crafted life when his long-lost childhood friends threaten to expose a dark secret from their violent past. Based on the Turkish format, Suskunlar. Three. After uncovering a series of disappearances within his small town, it's up to Detective Watts to dig deep and uncover the truth, even if that truth leads him home. So, Andrew, out of these three, which one do you think is the fake one? So, uh, first I have to ask, do, you even, do we have, like, a, a bit for this at the beginning? Yeah, I have a poorly made introduction, if that's okay. what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> it's I, really bad. I don't rewatch uh, podcast episodes I'm in. I don't, yeah. I just don't. But, like, I Big just win. didn't know. Because you pause every time uh, you say pilot wings. And I was just like, I wonder if that's, he made a, he, I wonder if he made a bit yet. It is enough time. It is there. It's really <laughs> bad. And at some point in the future, I have to make a new one. But, yes. So, um, the second one where it's based off the Turkish format Suskundlar, I yeah. do not think you'd make something like that up. Um, mm -hmm. It's possible. Um, you would make something up that is based off something else, but putting that in there, it's like, oh, mm -hmm. based on this. Like, every time you've done that, it's been real. Mm -hmm. um, the first one... I'm going to say it like I always say it. Sounds like a Lifetime show like, or, or like some AMC family or ABC family or whatever, Freeform, whatever the hell they call it now. Yeah. That third one, though, 
is way too vague. Mm-hmm. Um, series of disappearances in a small town. Uh, but now that I reread it, it sounds like it's something I've seen before. But Detective Watts does not sound familiar. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm still going to go with my gut and say that third one is wrong which now i'm looking at it's they're labeled a c and d so Mm -hmm. d is not correct dun dun (laughs) okay well andrew you are correct i was having some trouble making up this one way too vague i was i was crunching on this one trying to figure out something i was like well fuck it i'm just gonna go vague i'm just gonna go vague and hope it's way too vague yeah yeah so the second one is called game of silence and shockingly like most of our shows it only got a single season i don't know who knows how that happened i don't even know what that is um i've again never heard of it even before this um and then the first one was called family fortune and it didn't even get made that's not surprising a lot of shows yeah does not sound that sounds like a bizarre premise that would there are three different game of silences on imdb Well, it is based off the Turkish format, oh. so. Well, there's, okay. So, I mean, I guess that would mean that the later one is the one that you referred to. I think it's the 20s. Rising Attorney Finds Probably 2016? Perfectly Crafted Life. Is that, what, is that it? I the, think that's. The Attorney? I think, yeah, I think because this is the 2016 one. I think that's it. Huh. It's on Paramount. Oh, no, that's Scream. I was like, it was on Paramount Plus. Hmm. No way. Oh my god. No, it's you can not. watch it. This is probably amazing. I don't know what it was on. Game of Silence. Well, there are three by the looks of things, but one of them was made in 2012, and this is from the 2015 pilot season, so it definitely isn't that. The other one's from, like, 1985. Um, so it can't be that. This was on NBC Ooh. in 2016. Well, it sounds like NBC had enough. Uh... <laughs> Let's see. It debuted on uh, April fourteenth and was canceled in on a month later. A month? Yeah. Oh, that's oh, that's sorry. rough, buddy. It then debuted its regular. Oh wait, the series premiered on April twelfth, and then it debuted its regular Thursday at ten time slot on April fourteenth. So he had two episodes in a week, okay. and it aired until June fifth, and then on May thirteenth it was canceled. Oof that's you hate to see it you hate to see it all right well that's been pilot wings this week hopefully next week i'll have more energy to write a better a better not vague um pitch but uh let's 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 talk about some of the movies that are gonna be coming out um and there's not a ton of stuff i will admit but there is one movie i am kind of interested in because i'm a little bit curious about this also it's really short so i do like that um, it's called Off Season, and after receiving a mysterious letter, a woman travels to a desolate town and soon becomes trapped in a nightmare. Um, and my assumption of that is she's get either getting hunted by something or, like, something screws going on. I'm looking at the poster now, and it might be zombies. Like, that could be good. But, I don't know. That has my interest peaked. I'm very curious. Hmm. Uh, I don't see anything I'm going to see this week mm-hmm. or next week or mm, the yeah uh, i don't know 
I was looking at the end of the month, and you've got that uh, Infinite Storm coming out. Infinite Storm? Yeah, it's like a mountain climber movie. Oh, okay. And then you've got that other movie that I keep seeing in the theaters every single time I go to the theater. It's that Everything Everywhere All at Once. Everything um, everywhere all at once. Yeah, it's at the end of the month, so I mean, we, we can talk about it later. But it's an aging yeah. Chinese immigrant is swept up in an insane adventure where she alone can save the world by exploring other universes, connecting with the lives she could have led. Huh, so it's kind of so like it's kind of like a multiverse multiverse. Kinda, movie. I don't know if you've ever seen this. Um, it's a book called read. It's a book called The Midnight Library. Essentially, someone who's about to die gets the chance to relive. Um, different versions of her life based mm. off of um, past life, basically like branching off points in her life. So like mm-hmm. things where she could have done things differently and she gets the opportunity to relive that. And it kind of sounds like that, which is, could be very neat. I do hmm. like that. There was also something that was supposed to be out last week that I cannot, oh, Cyrano is out now and I definitely want to see That's, that. Yeah. That's the, um, what's uh, his name? Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage. musical, uh, which looks really good. Also, um, this is the one I was thinking of, Studio 66. Um, oh, Studio 666? Yeah, 666. Um, yeah, moving into the a historical Foo Fighters man- movie? Yes, moving into a mm-hmm. historical mansion to record their next album, the legendary Foo Fighters find themselves grappling with supernatural forces that threaten their lives. That piqued my interest, too. I don't know if it's going to be any good, but it's it piqued a, my interest. It's a horror comedy. I saw a trailer for it when I went and saw Blacklight, the Liam Neeson movie. Mm-hmm and i was like oh the foo fighters made a movie yeah like okay. i don't i don't really know the foo fighters like all that well but the a demon possesses dave grohl and just goes on a murder spree and i'm like all right could be fun i guess it like it's got a comedy feel to it, or a horror comedy feel like like that's a, the vibe i got from the trailer like a more comedic evil dead kind of thing yeah so that but, that also piqued my interest. So I might be seeing that, but we will have to see what's actually out. <laughs> right. Because AMC has that wonderful thing where it's like, look at all these movies that are out, and then none of them are in theaters near you. Yeah, I'm just I can't. Why? Mm-hmm. Um, I just I was gonna about to say I can't wait for April because April has like seven movies that I want to go see. Hey, there we um, go. And then I saw a movie called Cow what is that about it's a documentary a close-up portrait of daily lives of two cows i love that (laughs) i want to see that it's an hour and a half of two cows that sounds fantastic (laughs) well it comes out the same week as sonic the hedgehog 2 so you have a choice to make (laughs) well i gotta watch sonic i can't (laughs) this is so unfair yep Oh, you know, well, there's there's a movie every week that I'm gonna go that I'm gonna want to see in April, so I'm excited um, for April. Something to look forward to. And on that note, let's let's close out this week. Um, Andrew, do you have anything you want to plug? Nope. Um, I would still say um plug uh, I'll still plug Jimmy's Kickstarter or not Kickstarter Indiegogo. Um, he did he's so the movie did get shot. Now he's in the process of editing it. So. If you could donate it, donate, donate to his campaign, that'd be fantastic because editing costs are very high and it's very pricey. So, you know, if you can, every little bit helps. Um, it's a great cause and a great movie that he is getting made. Oh, uh, wasn't it? 
It wasn't Indiegogo, it wasn't it. It was GoFundMe. It was probably GoFundMe. Yeah, it was GoFundMe. Every I time I can't get there. I can't get it right every time. Mm. Every single time I've gotten it wrong. <laughs> you think after some point I'd learn, but no. But yes, go support us. GoFundMe. I assume it'll be. I assume Andrew can put it in the description of the video. So please do so. And on that note, thank you all for listening to the Filmmakers Basement. I'm Brandon. I'm Andrew. And it's been a pleasure having you all here. We will see you all next week.